What's up, everybody? This is Audio Surgeon, and I'm coming back to you with a new episode of Live in Space. And if you're not familiar with what's happening in the background, that is from a video game. Uh, You might recognize it. It's from a video game called Animal Crossing, and I just wanted to do a final thought video on this video game just to talk about it and give it kind of like my last review, I guess. It just kind of been hanging over me. I wanted to talk about it. Um, And I would have to say for a Nintendo Switch game... I'm kind of, how do you say, in the middle with this one. It's not the best game I've ever played. I'll just be honest about that. It's it's cute and everything, and it's got, like, its own little taste. And, you know, again, it's probably actually mostly for children. <laughs> I get that. Uh, and I'm an adult. That's not the target audience, I guess, for this game. So my review might be a little harsh, so just take it with a grain of salt and enjoy the opinion-based show that I, I put on for you. That's basically what it is. It's it's opinion-based. So uh, as I'm playing the game, we'll just talk about it. Uh, Animal Crossing. So if you're not familiar with the game Animal Crossing, it's basically like you're this kid. You know, you can choose to be a boy or girl, and you uh, end up on this island. And this island is basically just open up to all kinds of things. You can, you know, get a shovel and dig up stuff in the ground. Right there, I dug up a fossil. So, uh, yeah, you basically collect things and you uh, gather fruit. You dig holes. I, <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much it. You, you basically, you know, can catch bugs, uh, fish, and just... Oh, here's a little guy. He's, he wants to talk to me. And you have, like, these little guys that are, like, on the island. They're kind of like your neighbors, and they, they have little stories to tell you, and they they want to ask you questions or whatever. And not only can you interact with the computer people... Apparently I got something. What is this? Oh, a sneezing reaction. Now I can sneeze. Um, you can interact with these computer people, I guess you might call them. NPCs, non-participants, I don't even know what the word is for it, but basically you can just interact with these guys. And they're like your little neighbors and they have news, they have things to tell you and stuff. And that's kind of really the only interaction you have on this game, except if your friends play it, I guess there's a whole online feature that you can actually... uh, uh, just play with your friends, I guess. And as for that, I'm not really sure what you would do when you're playing with friends. I guess you can hang out, collect seashells and fish and things like that. It's basically from what I've been hearing is it's one of those games you can just relax and just not think, I guess. But when it comes to wanting a challenge in the game, this might not be the game for you. Uh, because it's kind of just left up to you. I mean, if you want to, you could literally just lay on the beach all day and watch your character. So basically, my guy's just laying there on the beach chair. He's just, you know, you know I, I could stare at it for a few hours if I wanted to. 
Um, but yeah, the, the the game is based off of just building up this island. Uh, and I'll just let that ocean back there kind of play for a little bit. Uh, and when you're building up this island, you basically collect things, you can sell them, and then you also get points for like uh, you know doing specific achievements and things like that. And I, I talked about this on the last one, so if you want to know what the nook points or whatever you call it or the bells and stuff like that, that's all explained in the last one. Uh, so basically, once you do this, you can advance in the game. And when you're advancing in the game, you basically just have the ability to build new things. You know, you can put more houses. You can, you know, make furniture and things like that. But... Ultimately, the reality of it, though, is that none of it is really useful in a sense. It's all kind of decorative purposes, I guess you could say. And the other objective in the game is to create an island with a five-star rating. That's kind of like ultimately what you would want to try to do, I guess, uh, to create the best island you can possibly make. And recently they made an update where you can do what this thing they call dreams, where you can go into a dream and then visit other people's islands. Now, when you do this, you're not actually interacting with anybody. You're just basically seeing what other people have on their island. And uh, let me tell you, uh, I am miles behind <laughs> most people that have, uh, you know, these elaborate, really well-designed islands and things like that. And from what I hear, it takes hours. I mean, hours and hours of digging and collecting and mining little things out of rocks and things like that maybe getting help from friends i don't really know uh that's kind of like the whole thing that you do and then basically you know you show off what you got i guess and you can uh, make codes and these codes then go out on the internet you can put them somewhere and somebody can come visit it or you can put the dream code or what it's, it sounds like i'm talking nonsense but that's basically kind of what the game is and, um, hmm, yeah, I don't know. Uh, is it worth fifty nine ninety nine? you know, Nintendo? Uh, I would have probably said that this game would have been better if it was priced a little more reasonable, maybe somewhere between nineteen ninety nine and maybe like twenty nine ninety nine. I think maybe twenty nine ninety nine would be the highest. I would probably say you might want to charge for a game like this because ultimately it still feels like it's like a mobile game in a sense, you know? And uh, maybe that's what they're catering it to. I don't know. Maybe you're supposed to go hang out with your friends at school or something like that. And, <laughs> you know, I, I'm talking as an adult. I mean, I have a real life and everything. I, I don't go to school or anything. These kids might go to school and have fun. I don't know. I'm trying to imagine what this is for, you know. Um, yeah. And if you just want to play on your own, you don't have to worry about all that social interactive stuff it's kind of pointless anyway i mean you basically can't talk to each other you just have emotions like little motion icons you can click and things like that uh but ultimately what i what i just recently did i actually beat the game i guess <laughs> so basically when you beat the game is when you get a three or three star rating or higher on your island and that basically means i planted enough you know flowers i built enough furniture i you know i've talked to my neighbors and got enough people to come on the island uh you basically i think i have like six neighbors on the island and then basically the whole idea is to get this guy to come to your island his name is kk slider i think that's his name it's like a dog he, he plays guitar and it's cute don't get me wrong it, it, it's all very cute you know everything that they're doing here is very cute and uh, he basically comes to your island, and it's a popularity contest in a way, if you think about it. 
you know, you want to be popular and have him come and he, he sings songs and stuff on the weekends, I guess, on Saturdays or something like that. And um, basically, when you get to that point, it plays the credits and then you beat the game. And uh, yeah, that that's pretty much the game. Uh, besides that, there's really nothing else to do in the game uh, except for collect more stuff. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. Um, I mean... You, you can fill this museum with animals and things, I guess. It's like bugs and fish and fossils and art. I think you get art. But all this is done in real time. So you have to understand what they're trying to do, I guess, here. Uh, this game is done in real time according to how you're playing in the day or at night. Or it's a Monday or a Tuesday. Right now, it's... You know, it's 3 o'clock or something like that in the afternoon. So it's daytime. But if it's 3 o'clock in the morning, it would be nighttime. And that's the whole thing that kind of, you know, I don't know. Is that is that the best style for a video game? Because ultimately, there's really no challenge to it. And I guess I was kind of expecting maybe more of a challenge. You see, I, I, I played this one game, and I thought... This one particular game was actually pretty good because I played almost like 150 hours of it. It's called Stardew Valley. And it seems very similar to Stardew Valley. Yeah, see, now it's three. You can hear a bell back in, in the background. Um, and in my opinion, this one game called Stardew Valley, I, uh, it, it seems like there was more of a point to play that, you know? Uh, because ultimately in that game, you have an end goal. You have basically like... You have a particular amount of time during the day that you can uh, achieve doing certain things, which is basically like your guy wakes up in the morning. You have to plant some, you know, some sort of fruit or, you know, vegetables or something like that. Then you can go out and you can mine things. But then you also have an energy meter. And that energy meter basically allows you to continue out through the day so that way your guy doesn't get exhausted and things like that and then pass out because if you pass out, that's not good. You'll lose a lot of the things that you just did for the day. So this game doesn't really have that. I thought that when he ate the fruit, because there's fruit in the trees, you can pick them off and you can eat them, and then it shows you a gauge, 0 to 10. And then when you eat it, it basically gives you, I guess, maybe a bit of strength, I guess. And for every fruit that you eat, you can then move a tree or something like that, I think. I don't know. It just it's, it was complicated when I first played this game. How, how I thought it would be this, but then it turned out that it's a little different. Yeah, I think. <laughs> but uh, overall, like I said... Uh, my final thoughts on it, I mean, let's just be honest, you know. It, it came out at a time where people were at home when this virus started and stuff. And I think they were kind of trying to keep people's minds off of things, maybe. It just happened to be, like, the right timing. If this game came out maybe, like, around the holiday this year, I don't know if it would necessarily hit the numbers it did. Like, this game was, like, overhyped like let's get serious it, it was overhyped this game was probably overhyped more than any other nintendo game i've ever heard of i mean you're talking like even pokemon wasn't overhyped as much as this i think i mean back in the day it was but besides that i just kind of think that it was a little overhyped i think and for 59.99 i don't know there's a lot of cool like 
stuff, I guess. But I mean, if you want to stare at stuff all day, I could just do that anyway. I don't have to do it in Animal Crossing, but this, I, I guess, is kind of like an aquarium in a sense for a little kid that runs around and does stuff. I, I don't know. What what am I supposed to do after all this? Just continue collecting things? Because I'll be honest, when you're collecting things in this game, it's kind of a chore. And it, it, it seems like that the notion of doing that kind of becomes mundane and repetitive very, very fast. Because let's say you want to buy like, I don't know, something in this store that they have. They use this currency that you have to like collect a lot of stuff. Well, not necessarily once you get going. I guess you can collect a few things and then you can buy something. But ultimately, like if you want to make an addition to like your fake house, I guess, in the game, like it's like 150,000 of these bells. Then if you want to make another addition, it's like 300 and then it goes on up to like 500,000. And it, to collect 500,000 of these currencies, you would have to pick up a lot of seashells or go swimming in the ocean and, you know, get a lot of things in the ocean or something. And, uh, hmm. Yeah, it just seems like busy work, I guess. It seems like it's just kind of busy work. Or maybe I'm just thinking too hard about this. I, I don't know. Usually games that have that kind of, like play structure there's maybe some end goal to it that has a better payout but this game kind of seems like it just stops and it's kind of up to you to continue doing it or not now i do know that they're going to continue releasing updates for this game it's kind of like a continuous game like it just came out kind of like around the springtime of 2020 and as winter time comes around it's going to then go into a winter mode where snow will happen. Now, I don't know if that's based off a of geo, what do you, whatever you call geo mapping or whatever. Maybe depending where you live or where you're traveling, is it going to be snow or if it's going to be rain? I, I don't know. That part I don't know. I don't think it'll be like that. No. I think it just in general, it's like if it's wintertime, it'll be wintertime in the game. If it's summertime, it'll be summertime in the game. If it's autumn, it'll... Yeah, okay, there's four seasons. Yeah, so there, there will be like four seasons, I guess, and things change. But is that enough for the game to then be justified at a $59.99 price? I don't know. It, it seems like, kind of like a like a like a simulation Tamagotchi type thing. And I know those are really big back in the day and you know that that kind of stuff comes from Japan too. <laughs> but it's kind of fun to watch. I mean there's a little squirrel guy walking around while I'm sitting on the beach. He's just kind of wandering around, but like I said, it it's it's cute. The music is really cute. Um I mean the music actually is really good. I mean it it kind of gives you like this smile, I guess, maybe. It makes you smile. Um, but I, I don't know. I just can't justify if it's really worth the 59. Okay. I'll just be honest. It's not worth 59 99. If, if you're, if you're, if you're a Nintendo switch owner and you're in the Nintendo switch and you're thinking about getting the next game in my opinion, and again, opinion based show, this is the life in space podcast, opinion based all 100%. Just take my opinion as it is. I don't think it's worth 59. I mean, save your money, to be honest. <laughs> and this game, believe it or not, has made incredible sales. I mean, I believe it's like one of the best-selling games that Nintendo has ever made. 
that's what I've heard, you know, this year. That this is like their number one selling game. Now, is it the funnest game? No, no, no. I, I could think of games that are much more fun than this. Now, depending on what you want to do, if you want to get crazy, you know, and be stressed out, you could play like Splatoon or something like that, I guess. But that's a high-level game. That's like a high-level stress game. I, I don't know. I call that the heart attack game. But do I really want to be running my adrenaline all day, playing a game like that? Probably not. It's not good for me to be doing that. So this game is kind of based off of like just kind of relaxing and just not really doing anything. And that's probably kind of what you're doing in the game. <laughs> it's kind of like really not doing much. And uh, man, I know it sounds like I'm just kind of like picking apart this game, like just tearing it to pieces. But I mean, I don't know. That's just what I think, you know. You know, I, I don't know. I played Stardew Valley, and I remember Stardew Valley, and it's actually on Nintendo Switch also. And that game, I think you can get for like 19 bucks. It's a great simulation game. It's it's actually really fun. I, I played probably like about 120 hours, 150 hours of it. I don't really remember, but I played a lot of it. And that game has more of an agenda than, th than this one. At least there was a story to it as well. Like something strange was going on in Stardew Valley. And that was kind of the mystery. At nighttime, like, you would actually get a little creeped out. It's kind of funny. This game, it's it's really comfortable. It doesn't make you feel like it's scary or stressful or anything like that. I mean, obviously, they take 100% of the stress out. The characters, again, like I said, are cute. And I, I think there's a lot of characters, as far as I know. I mean, I've only seen, a, like, a handful of them. You can use these tickets to go to different islands, and you can find people. You can tell them to come live on your island and stuff. But as for that, it's kind of just an aesthetic game. It just kind of like if you like looking at your house with a lot of stuff in it. Or if it's like designed a certain way. You know, maybe that that matters to you. I don't know. I mean, I'm not really super big into games like this, but maybe some people are. I mean, the way that the physics are built around it, I think that they... You know, the whole day thing with the 24 hours and stuff. I don't know. Maybe that was a mistake. They could have maybe done something a little different. So that way there's maybe more options because they're kind of stretching the time. You know, I mean, if you're playing in real time, then it's it could take you a week to maybe accomplish something. And it's very slow. The rewards kind of become very slow, I guess. And I guess, you know, that's just me being picky, you know. A lot of these games, they kind of reward you a little too much, I guess. And maybe that's what we've gotten used to. Or at least I've gotten used to. And, um, yeah. I don't know. There's not a whole lot much more to say about it. I could walk around for a minute. Maybe you can hear some of the sounds. I mean, the one thing I do enjoy about games is, like, I like to hear the sounds and the things like that in the game. I don't know. I'm just really into sound. It's got, like, a fun little theme to it. You get to walk around and talk to your little robot friends because they're pretty much just robots. And you can give them gifts, too. I guess the more you give them gifts, the more you kind of, like, have, like, friends in this. I don't know. Like, you say, do you want this? And you can just give them stuff. I'll give him like, a seashell or something. And then let's see what he says. A summer shell. 
thanks a lot. Might come in handy for something I've been planning. Here, I want you to have this puffy sleeve blouse. And they, they usually give you back a gift, and it's usually clothing. It's usually always clothing. They never really give me anything that's like... Like, I don't know, something different. It's usually just like, here's a shirt. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I mean, you can like go around and collect seashells. You could swim. My guy's swimming. You can dive in the water. And that's kind of... That's kind of it. You can explore your island. Your island's not really that big either. I mean, maybe if they made the island a little bit bigger, maybe more vast, I don't know. But then again, the Nintendo, if you really think about it, the power the Nintendo Switch has, it's powerful for a handheld console, but it's not like super powerful. So like, if you wanted a bigger world, it might not really happen on a Switch. And then there's there's sometimes like guys that show up on certain days. You can see what's on sale. I don't know. But if you if you want a game that's kind of a slower pace, you know, you just want to hang out and just slow it down. This is probably the one. I mean, the music's kind of like kind of laid back. There's something in the sky. Yeah, these like little presents fly by, and you can smack them down. Let's see what it is. Oh, cool. What is this? Underwater flooring. So you, you learn all these different recipes and things. And then, like, you can just design stuff. It's kind of like a design game. You know, if, if they kind of had, like, a game that was built like a... Like, maybe like a Mario Paint game like this. But see... Man, Mario Paint was a cool game. I, I remember that back in the day. That was a really cool one. That was one of my first favorite games ever. Because, I mean, getting creative doesn't get old. That's always fun. But this is kind of like getting creative with, like, the tools that they give you. I guess. And, uh... Yeah, I don't know. Um, There's some music and stuff. Let me see. I could play like a song or something. I just got a new song here. You can register songs. Come on, I had one here. Oh. And then you can play these songs. Let's see what this one is. Yeah, it's like a piano song. But it, it's like this one character. It's this KK they call him. I don't know. <laughs> It's a little too close to something that it, you know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there's just these songs. They're kind of funny. <laughs> and then this is, this is like a theme song. But, yeah, you know, um, I don't know if Nintendo nailed this one, you know. It's, it's cute. It's fun, I guess, for like a little while. But... I probably would have felt better if it was maybe like 19 bucks instead of like 59 or like 29. I mean, of course, I could say that about any game if I could buy it cheaper, of course. But not everything that Nintendo puts out is gold. I know there's a lot of guys out there that are just like, man, everything that Nintendo does is just it's gold. It's amazing. And again, that's what I'm talking about. Hype and consumerism and stuff. My last podcast is sometimes they try to overdrive these things. So that way you feel like you're missing out on something. I think. 
I'm pretty sure Nintendo wouldn't like me talking about this over their music. <laughs> or their game or something like that. So I'll just go ahead and exit here. But yeah, my final thoughts. Um, Should you get this game? I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, not really. Not, I mean, if you're an adult, you're you're grown adult, which I am. I guess I kind of feel a little ashamed that I'm knocking on some kid's game, you know. But even still, if you're a kid, I don't know. I'm not sure if... I mean, you might be more into, like, ninjas and things, maybe. Again, it, it's a slow-paced game if you just want to relax and stare at something, I guess. So maybe I'm being too critical, but... As for now, my final review. Uh, I, I know I'm going to be harsh on this. I think I'm going to give it two and a half stars out of five. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, maybe three. Three. I, and I know you go online, you see like there's reviews. They're just giving it like 10 out of 10 and 9 out of 10 and stuff like that. I mean, maybe I don't get it. Maybe I'm just a little bit more advanced when it comes to stuff like this. But it serves it serves a purpose, I guess, because you just want to relax, I guess, and run around and do things. I'm sure I'll pick it up every now and then and just play it, you know. Not all the time, though. I can't imagine sitting on this, like, for... Well, when I first played it, I was trying to, like, get somewhere in the game. And I figured if I played it all day, I'll get somewhere in it, you know? So I was playing it for, like, five hours at a time. And then I kind of noticed slowly, slowly, I'd been playing it less and less. And then it became, like, maybe, like, I check in, like, for a half an hour or something. And then, um... Yeah. And then... Yeah, I cut a butterfly. I mean, that's kind of all you do, though. You just kind of walk around, collect butterflies. I know they put these characters in the Super Smash Brothers game, and it kind of made me think like there was something like interesting about this game. That's why I kind of figured when this one came out for Switch, I would try it. I know they came out with one for the 3DS, and I had a 3DS a while ago, but I didn't want to go venture down that. But the, at least the one for the 3DS was priced right, though. I mean, if you're talking about 3DS games, I don't think a 3DS game was over $39.99. I don't think. Unless it was like a special edition or something. But yeah, I don't know. I guess, I guess, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll give it 3 out of 5. It's like a, yeah, 3 out of 5. You know, that's the best I can do. Uh, as, as for that, like, I mean, I've played better games than this before. And don't get me wrong, there's a lot of great detail. There's a lot of great things about it. I'm sure that Nintendo spent a lot of time on it. I am I think, or whoever, the production team, they always put out good stuff. This is still good quality stuff, but I think they could do something better with it. Maybe they could change some things. Maybe, maybe they can make it a little bit better, a little, little bit more interesting. Um... Yeah, maybe they can make it just a little bit, like, some change. I'm, and again, I said they're going to have updates and things like that. So we'll see what the future has. But as for now, my final thoughts. I, I, I'm probably not going to come back to this uh, and review it anymore. But this is my final thought on the game uh, Animal Crossing for Nintendo Switch. And uh, my honest opinion, I think I think you should save your money on this one. Maybe wait till it goes on sale or something like that. Because 
For $59.99, I think they could do a little better. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's it for today. We'll go ahead and sign out. Uh, I hope this one was uh, interesting. I hope that you maybe gained some information. If you're if you're thinking about buying this game, maybe this gives you a little bit of insight about it. I mean, I don't want to spoil it for anybody. I mean, that's kind of like I spoiled it because <laughs> I kind of just told you basically what the game is. But, I, you know, I thought there was maybe some more story to it or something. But I guess it's like your own story. And that's kind of like life. It's just all your own story. And I guess we'll just, we'll, we'll leave it at that. So, without any further ado, this is Audio Surgeon, and this is a podcast. It's not a video. Don't expect this to be a video. This is not a video. I'm probably not going to do any videos, so don't expect that. This is an audio podcast. Of life in space. All right, now go do something. Stop playing games for the rest of the day and uh, go, go, go do something constructive. You know, go learn something. <laughs> That's pretty much my best advice. Just go learn something. You'll find out that if you learn things or you go do something constructive, you'll probably do much better with your time than playing games and doing things like this. So, anyway, uh, enjoy and whatever.